One billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. My name is Zan, and I'm your GM. Thanks for joining us today, and as always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. I think it's pretty clear from where we are in our narrative that we're in the last leg of our story arc here. While we do still have a few episodes left before we wrap on this season of the show, I just wanted to take the time to say a quick thank you to everyone who's been listening along with us. This has been such a fun journey, and we're so glad that you've come along on it. We do have plans for a season two, which we'll get you more info on once we wrap up this current season. But truly, thank you all for your support, and we're so glad you're here. Our trio has miraculously made it out of Symphony, but now they have to make it to Rhapsody, and such a large group is bound to attract some unwanted attention from their pursuers as well as the more feral sounds in the vast expanse of the tumult. Courses are charted, wills are tested, and intrusions are invoked. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallrin, and Jory make a break for Rhapsody. So all of you have made it outside of Symphony with the group of other intelligent sounds, thanks to your fast thinking and Jaskira's use of the hypersound deployer. I am going to give you two XP. Huzzah. Wunderbar. There was a large commotion, a lot of sound coming from Symphony as you are outside the city limits now. I don't know who we could have possibly offended with this action. No idea. Mm -hmm. Mystery. And it is pretty evident that there is going to be someone, if not a group of someone's, pursuing you. (laughs) I'd be offended if there was only one person coming after us, honestly. That's true. I mean, we're we're a pretty good looking group. Who do they think we are? (laughs) Not not only is it like us, but it's like us and all of them and all of them sheer numbers alone. Right. Like they're not in their little cages anymore. Come on. At least like three people. Come on. <laughs> but we but seriously, we should probably get we moving. should go. We should we should yep. leave now. We should be going. Yep, yep, yep. Indeed. Cut time again. <laughs> so this is probably the crunchiest with mechanics I'm going to get oh boy. on this particular Ooh. game. Uh oh. Um, I'm going to use for this pursuit my Numenera version of a skill challenge. Mm -hmm. What I have is that it is going to take five, I'm calling them rounds. It's not the actual length of a round. It's not 10 seconds or so for a round. Sure. Uh, But five sections of this journey that you'll have to make a check for. The pursuers, the things and people that are coming after you, are currently three rounds behind you. So you have to hit 
five rounds of successes before you hit three rounds of failures. Okay. So if you hit three rounds of failures, they will catch you. They will catch up with you regardless, eventually, because eventually you will be getting to Rhapsody. But when you reach Rhapsody, there will be a significant more number of protections and assets available to you to try and keep the people safe and make sure that you are the ones who are coming out on top. And I do have those planned out for you. So for every one of these... There's going to be one person who makes a check of some sort. You're going to make that check at a level five. Uh I am going to say that the same specific skill cannot be used twice. If you are not the one making the main skill check, you can do one of three things. You can assist the person making the check, therefore easing it by one step. Or you can in some way deal with the other fauna of the tumult that might be attracted to your large mass of people moving through it. So you can either defend or attack the things that I will be rolling on a random table (laughs) that might be coming up to see what's going on with this large, loud collection. If you decide to defend, if an enemy appears, you automatically keep an NPC from being attacked. If you don't want to just straight take the damage that it will deal itself, you can make a defense roll. You can also just choose to like take the damage and not worry about the roll. Totally up to you. Mm-hmm. If you want to attack, if an enemy appears, you will 100% dispatch of it. Like the, No questions asked, it's gone. But you can roll an attack roll to see if it will also have the chance to harm someone. And I fully expect there to be questions as we go. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, they'll, they'll come up. Oh, I know. I know. I know. You are outside Rhapsody with this large group of 20 or so intelligent sounds and Jaskira. And you know you need to make your way to Rhapsody. You can hear all of the commotion happening in symphony. Someone coming towards you. Some ones coming towards you. And you start very, very quickly making your way towards the graveyard known as Rhapsody. So you will need five successful checks before you reach three failures. Who would like to make the first check? Who would like to be the first person to try and urge this group along? I'll do it. All right. What skill would you like to use, Jory? I will use initiative to sort of speed this up, because I think the first thing we need is a giant boost. Okay. Awesome. Does anyone want to assist Jory in that? It is a level five task. So if you assist, it will decrease that by one step in addition to whatever training or assets that Jory might have otherwise. I'll assist. Okay. I'll defend. Awesome. Jory. Okay. uh, That is taken down to a level four for you. Go ahead and make that roll. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that does it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking at a 21 there. I'm looking at a 21. Yeah. It's not really a success or a fail. Well, it right. it would be right. a success. It's it would just, be, yeah. Initi- initiative just doesn't roll on a difficulty scale. You would have had to yeah. roll it up top, but yeah. uh, twenty one would definitely beat a level four. <laughs> yeah, that that works. <laughs> okay, so twenty one. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> because initiative rolls kind are of, weird. kind um, of. <laughs> you are able to continue to urge them along and just kind of speed up everyone's pace a little bit, keep everyone going, urge them to keep up. All right, Nehemiah, you take up a defensive position, and as you listen closely to the things that might be around this group as they're moving forward, you hear that screech of dissonance eels coming towards you. Mm. 
So, dissonance eels will try to inflict two points of intellect damage. Okay. Would you like to make a level two intellect defense in order to not take that damage? I would. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I would like to do that. Darnest. And I think thing. you're trained in intellect defense. Aren't I you? am, in fact. All right. So Aha. let's make a level one intellect defense. That is a success with an eight. Perfect. You do not take any damage, but you are able to keep the the eel at bay. Yes. <laughs> in the bay yes. where it belongs. That's right. Indeed. How you got down there, we don't know. <laughs> Seriously, in, in apparently we know shockingly little about eels. Like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like us humans. Like we don't like we, know how eels reproduce. It's super nope. weird. How, how we know we they're not, not know quite that? fish, but don't really know how to categorize them otherwise. Yeah. They're tasty. They are. I actually don't like eel. Mm. I don't know that like, I've tried um, eel, actually. Even in a sushi context, I've not had favorite. it. That's the only context I've had it. Yeah, same. Then uh, I'm a big fan, but... Anyway. Dragon roll. Anyway. Hits it. <laughs> exactly. So, first round of success. Aha. Right. Onward. As you're able to continue to urge everyone along, and the distance seals are still around, who would like to make the next check, and in what way? I'll do it. Okay. I would like to use fleet of foot to scout ahead. Because that is a speed-related thing, I'm going to make that a speed-related check there, I think. Consider that trained. Okay. Would anyone like to assist Nehemiah in the scouting ahead endeavor? I would love to, for I have Excellent. navigation. There it is. Go ahead and take that down to a level four along with your skill. And I'm going to spend for effort, so that will take it down to a level two all told. Mm -hmm. And I will roll. And I'll have a success with a 12. Yay. Wonderful. Smallrin, what action would you like to take then? I'll take a defensive action. Six. Oh, boy. Mm. Six is actually nothing. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, and so six is nothing. There's nothing that notices you this time. So that is a success for number two. <laughs> Third round. Who would like to make a check? I will. What would you like to use? Shocking no one. Smallrin would like to try to use espionage. I want to hear you explain this one. I have a justification. She's had time to think about it. <laughs> I've had time to think about it. Basically, in the time that we have been in the sound space, Smallrin has started kind of adapting her skills at both deception and evading people and hiding to working purely in sound. And so she's going to drop to the back and basically lay a couple of very short false trails so that they will come to a couple places and see it looks as if we split up. It looks as if a couple people have branched off and hopefully distract them and slow them down. Is there anyone who would like to assist Smallrin in false trailing? I can do that. So that is going to be a level four with Joy's assist. And I believe you're specialized I in am. espionage. <laughs> yeah. So that takes it down to a level two. All right. Go ahead and make that check. Success with an 11. Nice. Okay. Nice. That's three successes. Nehemiah, what would you like to do? Defend. Defend. All right. Let's roll that. D6. A two. Dose. With a two, you hear an actually familiar sound. A low clicking that's getting faster and faster and faster as it approaches you. This isn't something that you've experienced here but way back when, 
when you were trying to get into the ruins underneath Legam, you experienced oh, no. a creature with a low clicking sound mm-hmm. that was guarding part of the area. And there's one of these coming straight for you. Okay. This will be a might defense of level three if you do not want to take four points of might damage. Ooh. Yeah, I will go ahead and roll for that. Ow. said might of three. All right. Failure with a four. Okay. Uh, Uh, So that's four points of might damage. Okay. I got two points of armor, so I will take two points of might damage. Okay. Perfect. Nehemiah is looking a little woozy. Oh, no. Three successes, no failures. You're doing phenomenally well. Next round. Who would like to make the main check? I'll circle back and do it again myself. All right. What do you want to use? Uh... This time, I think I will use Sensing Danger to see what is up ahead in order to dodge it, if there's anything in our way. Perfect. Would anyone like to assist Jory? I will do that because I'm trained in perception tasks. Perfect. Okay. Go ahead, and that would be a level five, taken down to a level four with Small Rin's assist, and you are trained, so level three. And I'm going to pull it with the... Some effort again as well, and just keep dropping down. This is going to go well. All right, level two then. Oh, fail! Goodness! With a three. With a three. Ow. Ugh. Right, that is one failure. You can feel that group of sounds pursuing you get a little bit closer. Nehemiah, what would you like to do this round? (sighs) We're getting more and more crap on our tail. I'm going to go ahead and attack. Yeah. Awesome. He protect, he attack. <laughs> yes. He watch our back. Yes. <laughs> you notice a strange, low-toned humming sound that is kind of circling around the group. Mm-hmm. Really looking almost like it's trying to pick off any stragglers and doesn't seem to be particularly strong in and of itself. Sure. This is a feeder. Okay. That is just kind of trying to like feed off of the sound that you have here. Because this is such a low-level thing, it doesn't actually do any damage. Mm-hmm. So you just dispatch of it. It doesn't hurt cool. anyone. You don't have to make a roll for that. This one is simply taken care of. Upward poke. Yep. I would happily, though, if you want to make an attack roll, see if you can also get the clicker that has continued to follow you as well. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Can I use the thunder vocalizer to take care of it? Heck yeah, you can. All right. There is a depletion roll for mm. artifacts. Okay. So you use this and you roll to see if it is used up. It is a one in 20 chance. So gotcha. roll a d20 and if it is a one, it breaks. Gotcha. Four. Closer than I would like. <laughs> but still but you have it and you easily dispatch of the clicker. Not a problem. It is blasted away Excellent. before it can hurt anyone else. All right. Next round. Who would like to make the main check? I'll do it. What would you like to use? I would like to use impressive display. Having seen what Small Ren did to like lay little like false trails and whatnot, Nehemiah wants to take kind of the bigger version of that almost and actually create essentially difficult terrain within the soundscape to get over it. So like pockets of dissonance using the sword spear to just like carve into the ground, maybe using the vocalizer as well to just like blast pockmarks into it. I love that. I'm going to make that a might roll because you're just using your brute strength and performance to make that happen. Absolutely. Go and consider that trained. Would anyone like to assist Nehemiah in his performance? I can do it. I have orchestration as a skill, so I will help create the dissonant pockets. and. Awesome. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so that would be then from that lower down to a four. You're trained, so level three. Okay. Anything else you'd like to apply? I'm going to spend might as well, and so that will take it down to a two. Perfect. Roll. 17. Wonderful. Plus one damage, so that, that soundscape <laughs> is extra bad. It's extra spicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And Jory, yes. what action would you like to take? I in think this? I will defend. All right. Let's roll that D6. One. Uh oh. Hmm. Nothing appears. Ooh. Right. Ooh. That could be very good or very scary, really, depending mm. on how you're looking I at it. I legitimately have a couple nothings written into the thing. I'm not <laughs> going to say something happens no matter what. No, I know, I know. None of us trust anything you say right now. I, I, <laughs> oh. I'm very dangerous when I disappear. That's all I know. <laughs> I, As am I, actually. That's true. I'm going to quote someone here. I found that I like to GM in... The way that is, I don't pull my punches, but I call my shots. Mm. That's fair. That is, that's fair. And that's true. Yeah. So really, legitimately, nothing appears. <laughs> Woo. I did it. I am full of mistrust, but it's not directed at you. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> All right. All right. One more. Four successes, one failure. Let's make this last one a success and get you guys to Rhapsody. Who would like to make it? I can do it. Okay. What skill would you like to use? So I have overcoming fear, intimidation, or panic. I know that is technically meant to be for on my own behalf, but basically I want to like swoop in at the back of the pack. And if there's anybody who is slowing down, who is starting to get scared, who looks like they might just kind of make a break for it away from the group, just like corral them in and try to keep the group together so that we don't lose anybody. For sure. I would consider that intellect. Okay. Uh, so consider yourself trained for that. It'll take it down to a level four. Okay. And would anyone like to assist Smallrin in bolstering the masses? <laughs> I would. Okay. So that will be a level three then. Would you like to apply anything else? No, because of the state of my pools right now. <laughs> Understandable. Failure with uh, a six. Okay. However. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-huh. I have late inspiration. So whereas I could have just spent two points and given myself a point of effort, now I'm going to spend three points and re-roll with an extra uh-huh. asset. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, right. Huh. <laughs> it's a handy little skill you got you, there. You live and you learn. It's very handy, but also significantly more expensive. More expensive, yes. Fact. Late inspiration is one of my special abilities. Uh, you've used it a lot in the past couple sessions. I have. It is very useful. <laughs> And I was trying not to use it too much before this, but now all bets are off. We're in the end game. We are in the end game. You are welcome to go ahead and re-roll that with an extra asset, yes. so that'll be a level two. <sighs> Success with a 19. Oh. Minor effect or plus three damage. Excellent. Okay. Which would you like? Because in this case, although it's not a combat, I would allow either to apply. Hmm. I would like the minor effect to be that because I helped Nehemiah create the rough terrain behind us, that our pursuers are delayed for an extra round. So we have an extra little chunk of time before they get to us in Rhapsody in which to strategize, in which to potentially start getting people out. Sure. Buy us some extra time. And 
with Smolren circling back around trying to bolster everyone and reassure them that everything is going to be okay, they just have to keep going, you hear that staticky dead zone of the Edge of Rhapsody, and you start to pull everyone through. Now, all of you have experienced this quite a bit recently and are pretty good with getting in and out, but the rest of these folks haven't had these experiences as much. I'm going to have each of you make me an intellect level three for a group of these individuals. This is an intellect defense, specifically. Does my training count for that? I was just going to ask. I would say yes. Yeah. If you have training or anything with that, I would say yes, it would count. All right. I will roll. Because you are helping these people. Right. Success with a seven. Wonderful. Fail. Oh, failure with a two. Oh. Oof. Double fail. You, go ahead. Bridget has the I want to try a thing face on. <laughs> this is why we save our XP, children. Yes, it is. I do have a player intrusion on my sheet called Lucky Break. Yes. Something unexpected happens to our advantage. I'm trying to think what I would like that to look like. Actually, I know exactly what I want that to look like. So the group that Smallrin is kind of trying to usher through starts experiencing the effects of all of this. I would like to remind them of their time in the dissonance crates. If you were in there and you didn't go completely crazy, you can get through this. Find whatever focus you found there and push. And I would like to try and get them through that way. A proposal to call them boom boxes. <laughs> You win this round. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Mm. It's really good. Yeah. So, Jory, is there anything that you would like to yes, do this moment? Yes, I would love to. I would love to. So use- I, 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 I want to use these together if you decide you want to do something. Perfect. I think I'm going to use, and tell me if this isn't the case, because I do have a backup, fortuitous malfunction, which is, since this is kind of like a trap in its own curious way it malfunctions before it can affect and that's also a player intrusion correct it is yes this is why we save our xp this is why we save our xp <laughs> Oop. down all right Smolren, you are ushering your group through and you see nehemiah and his group kind of get onto the other side of this dead zone and you try to keep going, but people are falling behind. They are losing confidence. They are waning under the force of this static, white noise silence. And in a lucky moment, you are able to get through to them. Say, no, hold on to whatever it was that kept you going during all of this time. And in that moment, a small bubble forms around you. A small bubble of sound rather than silence, as a low thrumming hum is there, and they're all singing together. They band together and sing as loud as they can to try and push against the encroaching silence, Uh and they are able to continue forward. That got me. Oh. (laughs) Like, as a musician, as a singer. Yeah. (laughs) Jory. Yes. This malfunction... The static that is just pulsing around your group and starting to disorient everyone. You're able to find a rhythm in it. 
something that's not supposed to be there, but somehow those wavelengths, those different pieces have in one moment matched up. It's like those times where you have all the balls swinging on strings and every once in a while they perfectly line up and you can see them going in sequence. You find that moment and you keep finding those little moments where those staticky white noise sounds match up in a way that you can continue to find a matched rhythm. It's not supposed to be there, but you found that malfunction in this area and are able to use that as a path to get them through. Delightful. Thank you. I love the creative use of this stuff, y'all. <laughs> and you get onto the other side, everyone intact. Rhapsody is no less strange than when you left it last time. You hear chimes and screeches. Weird sounds coming from places, and it's kind of hard to tell whether or not they are benign, harmful. But you know two things. The way to get out of here is going to be at the center of all of this, and you still have a group of people on your tail. Thanks to Smallrin's creative use of that minor effect, you have a little bit more time than you thought you did. They're a little bit farther off. Once you face anyone here, if you decide to take them on while in Rhapsody. All opponents are decreased by one level, which affects both their difficulty if you are rolling against them, as well as their health. And all of their armor is going to be negated. This is a space that you are learning to use to your advantage, and not necessarily one that they are able to do that on their end. What would you like to do in this moment? All right. We gotta keep moving. They're coming after us, and Our best bet is getting inside that center thing and holding up to figure out how to get out of here. I will say, I think perhaps you and I should drop to the back, Nehemiah, and Jory continue leading. Agreed. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love this idea. I love it. I mean, it's mostly that Nehemiah is the beefy one and I've got poison. And you're the one with navigation. I I understand that. She had a jury does she has a moment of panic looking around at everybody. <laughs> it's fine. It's oh, it's very sorry. real now. It's okay. I've got this. I've got this. You do got this. We've we've got this as a group. As a group dynamic. We have precious little to lose, right? Only our lives. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> you keep pushing forward. Yes. I'm gonna have everyone make me a level five perception check. Success with an 11. Failure with a 3. Ooh, failure with a 9. Jory, you are the only one that once again hears the death chimes coming. No. That low, toning bell, or maybe organ, heading your way. And quickly, you have a large, very obvious group of sounds who are nervous and kind of loud right now. And it is beelining towards you. You have just a moment to do something. What would you like to do? <laughs> um, and I think it was you that noticed it last time. It was. Too. Yeah. No, it was. Am I pessimistic? These are questions <laughs> I must ask myself. Um, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Joy's pessimistic oh, at all. I think Joy's. <laughs> I think Joy's one of the most optimistic characters we have here. <laughs> Uh, it all has to be bottled somewhere, and apparently it's formed in this death thing. Ooh, this is a tough one. Okay, I will use my sonic hole. 
Okay. Mm. Which draws an all sound within a long range into the device for one round per cipher level, which at mine is seven. Amazing. And no sound can be heard. You pull all of these sounds around you, all of these intelligent sounds so close together and deploy this sonic hole. And there is a silence that envelops everyone. Normally, silence here in the tumult is an awful thing. It is the equivalent of death, of holding your breath and not being able to exist any longer. But with a little bit of warning, you tell everyone to steal themselves and you create this bubble essentially around everyone. And it is very uncomfortable for you all. It's like taking a deep breath. Everybody it's like taking a deep breath and diving underwater. But you wait and wait, and eventually the chimes pass. Just around a minute later, that sonic hole dissipates and is used up, and you're all the safer. And you get a large group of, like, gasping and nervous people trying to make their way around and, and recenter themselves after having trying to be silent for that long, after being forced to be silent for that long. How do you all react? <laughs> Smallrin's okay with it because she actually has done that to herself at least once since we got here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like that. That's not great. Ugh. Look, everybody did a great job. I'm just going to say that. I'm really proud of everybody. Now find your escape buddy and uh, <laughs> let's uh, everyone to your muster station. <laughs> your exit buddy. <laughs> your accountability buddy. <laughs> Jaskira finds the three of you. Oh, now I very much understand why the quietude is uh, even more of a problem than I thought. You know how something is just kind of like generally a problem, like very hypothetically and theoretically a problem yes. until you actually experience it, and then suddenly it becomes a very real and imposing problem? Oh, wow, now I really understand why the encroaching silence is such a problem for everyone here. Oh, that's a bad thing. That's a very bad thing. Okay. It's, it's very bad, but... In a couple of minutes, hopefully, it's not going to be any of our problem anymore. That made me feel really bad all of a sudden. <laughs> Still going to be my problem, though, so... You're not coming with us? Ah, I don't think so. This is this is my home. I've been trying to help these people, but I've never been anywhere else before. Uh. Counterpoint, neither had we, but maybe <laughs> there's something over with us that could help you if you cross I don't over know and... how I would exist in your space. Well, we didn't we know that either. We managed to figure it out here. I would also like to make a counterpoint that this is perhaps not the time to have this conversation. Oh, that's actually that's fair. True. You know that's what? Let's, 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 let's keep move. going. Let's go. I'm sorry. I'm very tired. Smallrin's <laughs> common sense. Smallrin's just like, let's move this along. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to episode 67 of Imprinted Echoes. I know this episode was a little shorter than most as the next few will be as well. Honestly, it just seemed like the best narrative fit. There's still plenty of action packed into them, though, as we start to draw to a close here. As always, if you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website, imprintedechoes.com. That's where you can find our Ghostlight Media merch store and the Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. And on that note, I would love to thank Xander, Carlin, and Roger for their continued support. If you'd like to help us out in other ways, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review, and tell a friend about the show. 
Of course, you can find our hosts on Twitter as well. Myself at Covered and Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget, and our network, Ghostlight Media at GLM Pods. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll be back in two weeks to hear yet another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Alex Berkowitz. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.